How are you guys all doing tonight? Good? I just love that song. Yes, the blood. It is my victory. Amen? Amen. Well, I got some good news and some bad news tonight. I'm not sure which one to say. <laughs> Could be vice versa. Say, bad news is... Yeah, you know, it's all good. It's all good news. No, so just so you guys all know, Melody Miles, there was an emergency that came up with, uh, with them, and so she cannot make it tonight, and uh, all the pastors are on a little retreat right now, so <laughs> I was notified of this a couple hours ago. <laughs> it's going to be a fun night. <laughs> no, Pastor Mark called me a couple, literally a couple hours ago. And I was like, are you serious? So, so the service is all mine. I get to do whatever I want. I've never had this much power, you know. It's just like, <laughs> we won't record this. Cancel the recording. I'm just kidding. No, so tonight, in the couple hours that I had, I was wondering. <laughs> just so you guys don't know, for if you... Any of you guys that are new here, I am Joe Argon. I'm the worship leader here at Life Church, and uh, I don't normally do this. I don't ever, I don't ever do this. So this is the first time, sort of. So we're gonna have fun though, but this, it's gonna be good. People are gonna be touched by God, and uh, good things are gonna happen. But tonight, I just wanted to. I thought about where to start with this whole entire thing, and uh, I just thought I'd just give a little testimony about myself. And so I was like, you know, I never get, really get to talk to you guys. You guys don't really know much about me besides that I do worship. So I thought, I was like, you know, I'm just going to give a little testimony about healing and stuff from my own life and then uh, go into a few things that, uh, that was sort of on my heart. So <laughs> anyways, but since I've been coming here since I was 12 years old, so I'm 24, that's 12 years. And uh, growing up through those... 12 years. I know I was young, but I visited a lot of churches, and when I first came here, it was a very different experience, because I was learning a lot of stuff that I've never really been told, even though I was at Christian churches, and, uh, but when I was 14, I got filled with the Holy Spirit here in one of the classes back in the youth, and I'll tell you, my life changed dramatically from that point, because I'll tell you the truth, I didn't like this church when I was 12 to 14. And when I got filled with the Holy Spirit, it's, everything changed. I think I just got a more... God started showing me a lot more things. And what that was was... This, this, a lot of this healing stuff started... I was like thinking, you know, if this is real, then let's go ahead and just... Let's go ahead and experiment with it. And so that's what I did. I started, I started doing a lot of different things when I was 14 years old. And I remember, you know, Pastor Mark and even Pastor Allen. Um, he's not the youth pastor anymore, but he, but he was, but... It'd be, you know, the whole laying on of hands and healing and speaking the things. And so I started experimenting with those things. I remember when I was probably 15, my dog, you guys have dogs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dogs rock. I have, I have one today too, as well. But uh, he used to always play ball, and he just loved to fetch. And my new dog still does the same exact thing. It's annoying. But this, this old dog, he just loved to fetch, and he would always chase things. But one day, he... He wouldn't fetch anymore, and he was getting a little bit older, and uh, my dad took him to the vet, and they, were, they said it was going to be like, they had to put him on pills and all this stuff, and um, 
uh, it was going to cost this much money. And, of course, they didn't want to pay for it. Um, and so I, I started thinking. I was like, you know, I was like, it's, I'm going to put this, let's put this to the test. And I remember my, my, the dog wouldn't get up. And we, obviously, we didn't give him any pills or anything. And I went over to him. And I was like, if this thing is real, let's, let's, you know, let's start doing this. And so I, I remember I put my hands on him. And I spoke life into him. I, I cursed whatever was causing this whole entire thing to happen. And uh, I didn't tell anybody in my family that, and I don't think, I probably only one or two of them know today, but literally that next day, my dad was hitting the ball for the, <laughs> for the dog. He was running around, and so I thought, I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. This works. You know, it's, how, you, how many of you guys know, this, the, the life, speaking to things and ministering to things is not just for humans. It's like we have, we have power in, our, in, a, in what we say over all things, not just not just for our own bodies, but for people, for your finances, your family. It's like, whatever. So, I started just doing a lot of different things. I remember one time, my nephew, he, was, uh, he wasn't feeling very well. And he was like 8, 9, 10 at the time. And, uh, and it just got me really annoyed because when I find out that people are sick, it doesn't, I don't like it. And uh, he comes up to me and he's like, I'm sick. And I was like, get your butt over here. So he comes over, and I remember I, I put my hands on him, and I, it was funny, because I, I was like, Father, I was like, thank you for Judah. And I remember he just giggled, because he thought it was so funny. I was like, come on, kid, take this seriously. And so, and I said, and I, I said, whatever's causing you to feel this way, I said, I rebuke this right now in Jesus' name. And you could tell a very serious look got on his face. And when I put my hands off of him, I looked at him, and he... He, start, he had his eyes closed, and he looks at me, and he's all, how'd you do that? <laughs> and I was like, how did I do what? And he just starts giggling. How, how'd you do that? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, it's God. I was like, go tell your mom. You know, and so, <laughs> but it's just, it, I started experimenting with a lot of these different things, but I want to get to one, one case is, is I know that, uh, how do you, where do you even go with this? I'm going to get a drink of water out of my little water over here. Hold on. It was about, uh, it was last, what was it, last year. So like I was saying, I, I've experimented with a lot of this stuff. It's like I, you can ask my family, you can ask my friends. I, I'm never, I'm never sick. Stuff like that, never, nothing like that ever. I don't let it get on me. But last year, um, I started noticing some stuff coming, uh, happening to my body, and uh, I just sort of just let it just, just go on by, because I didn't really think anything of it. And what, what that was, it was I started getting very winded very easily. Um, and I just thought, I was like, you know, I, I, have a, I work in a hard labor job. I was like, I'm just out of shape because I never run or do anything like that. And uh, so I just, I just brushed it off for a little bit, and... Uh, Months down the road, I just noticed it started getting a little bit worse, and uh, and just kept getting worse and worse and worse. And I remember I, I, I was I was doing everything that I knew to do, because I like I said, it's like I since literally probably since the time of 14 to now, which is a 10 year gap, it's it's been very minimal where stuff gets on. I shouldn't even say it even gets on me. It's just like you know there there'd be times to tell you the truth, church. It's like sometimes. In life, it's just like what the devil wants to do is keep you from doing what God wants you to do. There's been times when I've woken up Sunday morning and I'm puking 
I'm puking. I know, it's not the best. I feel like junk. And what do I do? It's just like, praise God, I'm going to church. And I remember I get to church and walk inside the door and still feel like garbage. I'd be up there. And what's funny is that, it's not, well, it's not really funny, it's cool, is you leave church and you notice everything's gone. And it sort of gets me what I, you know, the whole verse that I gave before worship, you know, the whole rejoice in the Lord. Again, I say rejoice. It's like when we get our minds off our, the, the stuff that's, they say, our sickness or whatever we have that's, uh, um, what's that word? I don't know. Att- yeah, whatever. Attack- attacking us. It's like when you get your mind off that and put it on God and start worshiping, those things just fade away. You know, it's just like I heard a preacher once say that it's just like if you, if you were to praise God enough, you know, because a lot of people, they worry about their problems and they complain about their problems. And it's like if you would just start rejoicing, those problems that you think are so big become so small to where you don't even realize it, then all of a sudden they're just gone. I don't know why I said that or where I was going with that. Oh. Um, <laughs> anyways, I still, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, so this thing was on it, and so it, I, I wrote a testimony. You guys might have heard it um, on a Sunday morning probably a couple months ago, but uh, basically what was, what was going on is that I was having this breathing problem, and there was, it was literally like, it would come in different times. It wasn't like every day, but like, um, it probably literally happened four to five times a week to where it literally felt like I was, you know, those little coffee straws. It was literally as if I was breathing out of one of those. And like I said, I was doing everything I knew to do. I was speaking against it. I even, it got so bad to where it's just like, you know, I was like, I don't know what to do. So I came down to the front, got my hands laid on me. And, um, I went home, and it was still doing it, and then uh, I was here for a membership, new members class one night, and it was happening then, I went up to Pastor Mark, I said, I said, I, I was like, this thing is being, you know, what, is attacking me, it's just like, I don't know what's going on, he prayed for me, didn't work, and uh, the, the thing that was going on in my mind was that this problem, it's like, I, I, I know I said breathing through a straw, but it's just like, it's, it was pretty severe, I guess I could say, because uh, my fiance at the time, now my wife, oh yeah, <laughs> you know, she was, she was, I, I don't want to say like worried about that, she didn't have any faith or anything like that, but it was, it was a rough thing for her because we'd be hanging out and, and it got so bad to where I couldn't talk because if I tried talking, I couldn't. It's like I, I couldn't get enough air, so I had to stop concentrating. The thing that really irritated me is, is that I couldn't even speak to my body when that time came, I couldn't, because I couldn't get in the air. And I was like, what in the world is going on? And uh, there was one night when it, it was, this was, this was a, a night that I had some friends over, and uh, I'm trying to play a game, and you have to read this little thing on it. And I remember that I, I couldn't do it, and so I went up, I had the, I just went upstairs and started trying to speaking against it, and it got so bad, I had Pastor PJ come over, Later that night, um, you know, he prayed, he prayed with me and stuff, and uh, he told me to keep speaking against it, and so I, like I said, I kept trying to speak against it, but literally, it's just like, it was, it was literally, it sounded like this, I'll try to mimic it, it's like, it's like, and my, my fiance was like, what do you, what do you, what do we do, 
you know, because she's trying, it's, nothing's working. And so she's like thinking hospitals, but I'm just telling you, it's like not a single time during that whole entire, it was a long time, probably six months that that was happening. I did not think once, let's go to the doctor. And, and I, I was, in one Sunday morning I woke up and it was like that. I couldn't even brush my teeth because it took so much, it, I couldn't breathe doing it. And I was like, how am I gonna, how am I gonna lead everyone to worship? You know, and instantly you could think most people, or the right, you know, what we've been trained to do is just call in and be like, I can't breathe, how am I supposed to sing? But that morning I was like, I was like, the last thing that I'm gonna do is not go there. I was like, I'm either going to get healed of this, or I'm gonna go up there and sing and pass out on the stage. <laughs> and, uh, cause, and so I came here. When I came here, I pulled up in, and, and I was having these problems driving all the way here. And literally, right when I got to those doors, it went away. And I was like, okay. I was like, something, something's weird is going on. But that night, I asked uh, when Pastor PJ was over, and it was, it, was the worst, it was the worst night it was. And like I said, it's like there was no option of going to the hospital. I, I literally, I told my fiance, I was like, I'm either passing out on the floor and you have to take me to the hospital or I'm going to stay here and fight this and get over it. And uh, I asked God under my breath because I couldn't speak. I, I said, what, what am I doing wrong? And uh, the verse in the Bible, it wasn't, well, I don't even know where the verse is at. But the story in the Bible where the disciples tried casting out a spirit in a man, and they came back and told Jesus he couldn't. That they, they, they couldn't. They said they prayed for him. It's like nothing happened. And uh, Jesus said this kind can only be cast out through prayer and fasting. And so I, that night I was like that last meal that I ate four hours ago, whatever it was. I was like that's the last time I'm eating until I get this thing taken care of. And. Uh, because of what I realized was I let my body get so much in control of myself that when I spoke to it, I wasn't getting any results. My body had more power than what my actual words had. And so during that whole entire fast, instead of eating, I was speaking to my body. And I was like, but I was like literally, I was like, it might be weird. I don't know if you guys have ever done this, but it's weird at first. Speak into your body. And I told my body, I was like, you are not getting no food until you started obeying. And, uh, and it was hard. I don't know how many of you guys have been on fast, but I went three days and it was miserable. Okay? <laughs> it was, but after those three days, I felt peace to, to stop. And I, I did stop. And there, uh, two weeks after that fast, well, I should say after that, it, it was gone. And two weeks later, it tried coming back. And I noticed it. And I was like, no, buddy. No, you don't. And it left immediately. And so I had two instances of that ever trying to come back, and it's been gone since, uh, I don't know, March, February, something like that. But the reason I'm saying all, I'm saying all that to get into some stuff tonight, um, and where does, so I, I, I knew I was going to be saying something like this, but I didn't have notes on sort of where to go, but it's just a matter of just going there. Um, why don't you turn your Bibles to Colossians 2.15. And I'm going to have to do that myself because I didn't uh, copy and paste. <laughs> Hold on. 
That's not the verse. Uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Let's see. You know, I don't know if that's the verse or not. Anyways, that verse, look at my notes. That verse is basically telling us, it's like, you know when Jesus paid the price on the cross when he died? He stripped and, well, I shouldn't say when he died. I should say when he went down in hell, when he rose again from the grave, he stripped the devil of all powers and everything that he has. And I I came up, it's funny because I was talking with some people one day about this, and I gave them this analogy of it. And some of you might think it's funny, some of you might not. But I was literally thinking, I was like, you know, I, I told you in communion, I really like war stuff, and so I always have these type fighting battles and all this stuff in my head. Um, when thinking about these things, but the Bible mentions a lot about war, you know, like the whole armor of God, we put our armor on and everything. In a sense, like, you know, we're, we're these knights, you know, we have, instead of swords, I want to say we have bazookas and machine guns and stuff, you know. <laughs> but literally, if you want to think about it, the devil himself, he's in a battle running around naked with a BB gun or just nothing. Because he's been stripped, he was put to shame. <laughs> He's got nothing. And here we are with all this armor as Christians, as supposed to be. God tells us to put this armor on. And we're running from him, afraid of this guy who has no power whatsoever. And, uh, you know, the only power that the devil has, I'm not sure if this was Pastor Mark speaking uh, on these Sundays, but the only power that he has is the power that you let him have. How many know that when Adam... uh, when Adam sinned, he gave that power. He was supposed to be basically the ruler of this. Adam was supposed to be the, whatever you want to call it, the king of this world and stuff. It was before sin existed. But when they sinned, it's like they gave the devil the power. Jesus came back, took the power, and now it's all ours. But how many know it's like the devil can only get through you through your mind and through speaking to you through lies and deceit? Um... If you turn turn to Matthew four four one. Most of you guys know this story. Actually I don't know if you even needed to turn there, because I'm probably not even gonna read this all. <laughs> Anyways, Jesus Thank you, Todd. You rock. This, this whole story is based on the temptation of Jesus. Uh, where do I even start here? Because I don't have this notes. I have this in my head, so I'm going to have to get it out for you guys. <laughs> if I can remember all of it. Um, this whole story of Jesus being tempted, it's just like when the devil took him, he said, turn this... Turn this bread into, or turn this stone into bread. And Jesus replies, uh, People do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Um, basically, took him to the highest point of the temple, told him to jump off, or whatever. The angels would protect him. And uh, he again basically backs the, the devil up with the word of God. Uh, but this whole entire thing, it's like, if you really think about it, it's just like, what, 
I want to ask you guys a question and have you really think about this. The temptation of Jesus, why, when, when the devil said, uh, if you are the Son of God, turn, these, uh, where is it? turn this rock into bread. I want to ask you guys a question and get you thinking. What would be the temptation, or what would be the so-called sin, for Jesus to turn a stone into bread? You can think about that for a second. What would be the temptation for that? How, why, why is that a sin? Why is, it, why, is, why is jumping off the other thing a sin? If you read, if you read what would happen, it was what the devil told them. The devil said, if you are the Son of God, do this. And if you read earlier, what happens is that when Jesus got baptized, God said, this is my beloved Son. Okay? You guys following with this? this little... He said, this is my beloved Son. And so now you see Jesus being in the desert for 40 days and the devil tempting him, saying, if you are the Son of God, do this. The devil, it's not, it wouldn't be a sin for, or, or, for Jesus to turn the stone into bread. The sin would have been the devil, basically the same thing what he did to Adam and Eve, judging him. He just heard a word from God. God said, if, God said, this is my son. And the devil says, if you're the son of God, prove it. You guys following with this? And I just it gets it gets me thinking with this whole thing. It's just like what what has God spoken about us? What has God spoken to you specifically that the devil is trying to somewhat make you prove, somewhat bring you into that same thing that Jesus did, or that same temptation that Jesus had? You know, it's what, the things that God has said about you. What it's just like, you know, when it's it could be like the devil mocking. It's just like, you know, if the Bible says, you know, by His stripes we're, you know, I'm healed. Just like, you know, sort of the devil just sort of like mocking you. Prove it. Prove that you are. It's it's, it's doing the same thing. Um, thank you, Lord. I might go back to that because I have I think I have something else to say on that, but I'm sort of drawing a blank right now. Um, how many this is sort of like a it's it's not the, I I had a analogy of this, but I couldn't remember what it was, so I'm having to use it for something else, but then I'm gonna make you think about it and vice versa. And I'll tell you now. <laughs> I mean, as, when you when you work out, when you work out, you you Pastor Mickey, you might know this. See, I don't work out, <laughs> but I know how it works. But when you work out, you push your body to a certain point, and then at that point that you stop is a point basically that you can is you, you get your body to a certain point, and basically that stops there. And then the next time you let your you let your body rebuild, and then the next time it's easier to go past that point. Am I correct? Sort of? Sort of. Whatever. I want you guys to use... 
I had a different analogy of that. But anyways, I want you guys to think about this, is that when, you stand, when you're standing strong against, say, uh, say something, say, uh, say you have a headache. And I know, and for, forgive me for this being so, like, sloppy and all over the place. So, but when you're standing strong against something, say you have a, I'm just going to use a headache for an example. Say you have a headache and you say, I'm going to stand on my faith with this headache. And you stand for so long and then you go and you pop the pill and the headache's gone. I think a lot of times it's just like with, with stuff like that, with like I was saying with the whole muscle thing, it's just like the the devil knows, you know, the devil knows that as far as how long you can last in your mind. Because if we don't, if we don't work ourselves to getting to a certain point past that, it's how to say this. If you say I'm going to believe, I'm going to believe, I'm going to believe, and then you go the other way. It's just like you're not really getting anywhere. You're just going back and forth. Um, yeah, you're. Thank you. You're a double. You're a double-minded person. Um, you know, with with all, with all these like with all these TV commercials, like I I never watch TV, but it seems like whenever I turn it on or and watch, I don't really. I'm gonna have it at the house. It's just like I'm either watching it at a friend's house or wherever. It seems like every commercial seems like it has to do something with pills and medication. Um, you know, it shows, it shows where we're going, basically, as a society and what we're being trained is that we're putting a lot of faith and a lot of trust inside these so-called doctor, not so-called doctor, these doctors and pills that are so-called supposed to, or that are supposed to heal you, make you fixed up. Um, it's, it's gotten to the point to where it can be easier to take a pill instead of using your faith, which is it's it's sort of it's it's sort of sad, you know. I I, I want to say that as a, as a society, as the world in general, but in reality, it's like the church has even gotten to that point as well. It's a, it's funny because I I heard my my dad, my I remember my brother, he was a he had a headache. My oldest brother, not any brother that comes here, <laughs> they get slapped around by brother Joe. <laughs> and it's it just it was it, it dawned on me because he said this one day and it's just stuck and I was like that was pretty good but my brother had a headache and he just easily just goes and takes a pill and I remember my dad saying whatever happened to believing and praying and in a sense it's like I don't want to just use headache as an example I want to use everything any any body problem it's just like where how come we've gone so far from the word of God and turned to man instead of God? Is it because we've trained ourselves to be that way? And if in that case, you know, it's just, if, I shouldn't even say if you have, because like we all have been trained to lean towards man versus God. And how, how do you get from, how do you get from over here, you know, there's my Bible, how do you get from over here to there? Especially when society is pulling you this way, God will obviously want to over here. It's just like, what do you do? It takes training. It takes, it takes getting revelation and, and things clicking to, to be able to go that way. And so, 
it's just like, where, for us in this room, where is your faith and where is your trust today? Is it in God or is it in man? You know, I like to, I like to think of it as like this. There's, there is no gray area when it comes to these type of things. I mean, there, obviously there can be, but it's, it's, it, you've got to get it to a place in your actual own mind that uh, things are either black or they're white. There's no in-between. Because if there's an in-between, that's where you'll fall to. And you'll never go up. Just like I was telling you the story about me and that whole thing I was dealing with. There was no, there was no in-between. It was either I'm passing out and dear old Tabri, she's going to have to deal with it. <laughs> or I'm going to get healed of this. And I think a lot of us, it's like, it needs to be that way. There needs to be, there needs to be a point where we all turn to where it's just, I know this, I know this is a healing meeting. I know people are going to come up. People are going to get hands laid on them. And think, you're going to experience the power of God. You're going to get healed. But I, it needs, I think in these cases, it's just like, in, Pastor Mark was, I don't know if this is his uh, series, a series that he's on right now or what it was, but it's just like, we need to get to a point in our own lives to where we're not relying on other people to pray for us but to where we're actually doing it. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, why, it's, why, would, I, why would I ask Elizabeth, hey, Elizabeth, can, can, you, can you pray for me about this? It's just like, why, why don't you just ask God himself? You know, it's as, as if we have this mentality that God is like looking down on us, <laughs> all ticked off, and that, you know, because you did something bad, earlier that day, and, you know, you think he's mad at you, but God's a loving God. He's not doing that. You know, he's, he looks at you with love, and, and, and he's proud of you. You know? It's just like he's... This, where, where have we gone as a society? It, it, it's sad. You know, it's... Uh, that, that, going back to that whole black and white thing, there's, there needs to be a point to where in our own lives, that there's no turning back. And I, and I was thinking today, like I said, my couple hours of <laughs> being able to do this, you know, the Bible says to put your hand to the plow and don't look back. Um, in a sense, it's just like, I know this isn't a plow version, but it's just like, if you're driving, pretending you're driving your car, it's just like, if you have your rear view mirror there and your side mirrors, they're always there to be able to look. And you're always looking back instead of, you know, forward. Because like, oh, what's behind me? Looking around. In a sense, as far as there needs to be a place where there's no turning back. It's black or white. It'd be getting a baseball bat and hitting off those mirrors and being like, we're going forward with this. In the same way, it's just like, if you want to start fighting against a headache, if you have pills sitting right there next to you, it's the same temptation of, why don't I just go back? Or any other type of thing. You know what I'm saying? You guys falling? It's just like, because if it's there, it's, it's there. It's that middle ground that we can easily just go back to and everything's all good. But what happens? That makes us double-minded. We're going somewhere, we're going somewhere, uh, and we go back. But uh, um, but as far as far as going you know going along with that, it's just, there's there's obviously a lot more than just 
that thing, you know, what I just said. It's, I've, I've just, I've noticed a lot in, in, uh, in people around me and stuff that, uh, basically the words that they're saying of themselves and, and what they speak are contrary to what they previously just said. You know, it's just like, let me try to, exp- to explain this. You know, they'll, they'll believe for healing and you could pray for them and then instantly they go home and the words that are coming out of their mouth, mouth are opposite from what they just told you that they believe. Uh, I, just, I, just, I just want to say, you know, this, this life that we live, this, this Christian life, it's, it isn't a sit back and relax. Everything is just going to be okay and I don't have to do anything, you know. It's like, really? Like, cause it's, it'd be like, it'd be like you sitting, if, how, how to say this? <laughs> Obviously, there's a, there's a whole grace thing and everything, but I think, hopefully I'm, I'm putting this right. It'd be like you leaving your front door open, sitting back on your couch, eating Cheetos, watching TV, and saying, ah, everything's fine. I don't need to do anything while Pastor Mark's whole example of the cats come in. And you have all these cats living in your house. And then you look and you know it's like, where, how come all these cats are in my house? Where do these cats come from? There was only one that came. And you start thinking, it's like, there was one that came in. And then another. And then another. And then all of a sudden you have all these cats. In the same way, it's just like, the, the reason why I got to the point of where I was last year with that whole breathing problem is because I allowed that to enter into my life. I was sitting back, relaxing, minding. Obviously, I was, it's not like I wasn't doing anything. This, this thing came, like I said, uh, what, did I, what did I tell you guys? The, uh, I, I thought it was a whole, uh, I'm out of shape type deal. But this thing, and I just blew it off. If I would have saw that instantly and been like, no, you don't, body, and spoken to it and taken that a little bit different way, then that wouldn't have Escalated to the other problem. You guys following with this? It's like it's not it's not going to be where it's like you, if you leave your door open and you aren't doing anything about your life and what you're speaking, what you're allowing yourself to come in through your mind. It's just like things will come in and they'll destroy your house. How I many you know a lot of cats will destroy your house? I've seen hoarders, <laughs> animal hoarders. Sad. Don't let your house be like that. <laughs> but, you know, this, this is the life we, we live and we, we learn and we, we, uh, we grow in our walk with God. Um, we've been taught so many wrong things and it's, it's time to retrain our thinking and to retrain where we're going. Um, I just, I, that, that, that part, there's, there's so much you could say as far as that whole, that whole thing. I just I, I want I want to say don't don't let that be don't let that be happening in your life where you know you're just sitting back doing nothing because it's just like we need we need to be practicing this stuff you know it's just it's it's not just something where you just come what what good is honestly honestly what good is it coming to church if what you're just hearing right now what you're hearing on Sunday if you just leave 
and you go back to the same old stuff that you're doing. What's the point of it? Why do we, why do we come here? So we can feel good about it? Or are we coming here with an expectation to get something, to give something, and to go up to the next level? You know, are we just a bunch of moochers? Come on, sitting back in the, sitting back in the couch doing nothing? That might sound harsh, but it's, it's reality. It's, it's, it's just like, I'm telling you this, if, if you're dealing with situations in your life right now, and you aren't doing anything about it besides seeking man's ways, or just asking God, asking God to take care of it and all that stuff, it's like, you're not going to go, that, you're always going to be in that same little circle, or whatever you want to call it, never being able to get out, and you're always going to wonder, why am I here? How come I'm always dealing with these issues? Is because you haven't taken the stuff to do it. And you might think, I have done it. No, you haven't. <laughs> because if you are doing something about it, doing the right thing, then you'd be seeing the right results. You know, a lot of times I think we ask God the wrong questions. All the time. Whenever I go to God, it's just like, I, it's, 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 it's a learning thing. To, it's just like, we have everything. We've been given all power and authority over this earth and and it's just like, here, here we are going to God asking him for stuff that he already gave us. And it's just like, in, in reality, it's just like, if, if I was a dad and my kid, if I gave him a, a toy, Dad, can I have this toy? It's like, you already have it. <laughs> You've asked me a hundred times. Use it. Enjoy it. Thank you. <laughs> but tonight, you know, before, uh, before we start ministering to those people, people that need ministering to, I want you to think, I want you to think about this. Every time that Jesus healed something, it was a simple word that Jesus gave. It wasn't some fancy thing that he said or, or we did. It was, it was simple. And I, I think we, we, a lot of times we make things very difficult for us. And I, I, it's a, it's a matter of getting our minds into that simplicity part of it and just realizing it's just like, how, how simple the, how simple God has made this for us, but how hard we've made it for ourselves. You get what I'm saying? You know, tonight as tonight as I lay my hands on whoever's coming up here, the power of God is going to go into from from me into the people that come up come forward. Okay. Just like just like Jesus, you know, in Matthew, uh, I got to know which story this is because I just was very good on these notes part but um, you know with, with Jesus and the, the man with leprosy Jesus reached out and t- uh, the man to see large crowds followed Jesus and he came down the mountainside suddenly a man with leprosy approached him and knelt before him Lord the man said if you are willing can you heal me and make me clean Jesus reached out and touched him I am willing he said be healed and instantly the leprosy uh, disappeared. You know, even with the other stories of... Uh, which ones are these? You know, even the, para- even the paralyzed man. How many of you guys know... When the paralyzed man in, in, uh, in chapter 9 of Matthew... He, tur- he told the guy, stand up, pick up your mat, and go home. Did he touch him? Did he... Say, be healed. It was the man, but if you, if, you look, if you look at the next verse, it's like the man jumped up and went home. What, what is it that caused that man to 
to do that? Was, it, that was, was he healed instantly right there when Jesus said, pick up your mat and go home? Or was it when he decided to stand up, pick up his mat and go home? So I, I, I say all that tonight. It's like if there's, if there's people in here, it's like if you have any problems, if you if, if, are dealing with any issues... Take that step of faith. Take the step of faith of, you know, it's just, this, this, might, uh, this might sound harsh to some, but to others, it's like, if, if, you, if, you, came in with a, if you came in with a cane, it's just like, and, and you've got to get yourself to the, re, to, the, to the point of, I'm either going to believe God and basically say the same thing as this man, throw away the cane, I am healed and walk, try to walk. If you fall, did you not get it? No. If you stand back up and you keep going and you keep going. I've heard of ministers where, uh, who, was it Jim Hockaday who said that he grabbed that person's hand, who, the girl who couldn't walk, and he ran with her all around the room. And it was until, whatever, a couple times afterwards that all of a sudden she started running. How I many know it's just like, like I was saying before, it's just like the devil... Or your whole, your, even your body knows what point you'll stop at. So if we can break that point and decide, it's like, I'm either going to get this or I'm going to stay the same. Even the, you know, Jesus, he tells a man with a withered hand to stretch it out. If the man said, why would I, if the man didn't stretch out his hand, him stretching out his hand was his faith for that. That's what caused the healing. So tonight, Tony, you can go there and play. You know, Jesus, Jesus said in Matthew 9, 27, I thought it was pretty cool. says that they went right into the house where he was and staying, and Jesus asked them, Do you believe I can make you see? Yes, Lord, they told him, we do. Then he touched their eyes and said, Because of your faith, it will happen. Now, I don't know if there's any people in here that would be like this, but I know you guys, some of you, maybe, maybe not, could be thinking, it's just like, who's this young dude trying to tell me <laughs> this kind of stuff and what to do? It's just like, he's got nothing. I'll tell you, I got, I got something. I got the power of God living on the inside of me. You know, the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead, he's inside of me. And when I put my hands on people, it's just like what happens at the instantly, the power of God goes out and it goes inside that person. So what it takes is just like with Jesus, like I was giving these examples with Jesus, what is it going to take? If your knees are hurting, if your ankles are hurting, how many of you guys have knee and ankle problems right now? Anybody? Three, four, five. You guys can come up. But if those are hurting, it's just like, are you just going to go back to your seat? I'm putting this out. I'm putting this out there. I'm not. I'm not telling. How to say that? <laughs> you right there, the young, young, younger good dude. Yeah. He uh, last week he said this. He ran up. During the Jim Hawk day, he ran up the stage and he went to go to that thing. I was I was back there. I saw him jump. And I was like, dang. <laughs> he jumped, but he his thing was, I'm either gonna break my knees or they're gonna be healed. 
Right? Is that what you said? Yeah. And it's like, I think we need to get to that reality. If our ankles are hurting, we need, to, we need to jump and do whatever it takes until those things are completely gone. Because then, like I was saying, it's like if you just walk out of this building, it's like if you're just expecting someone just to put their hand on you and just like feel this magical little thing happen and then like everything's gone, it's most likely not going to happen. And there needs to be a step of faith on your end to do that. I know there's obviously can't be some stuff tonight that can be instantly seen, but it's like you need to go home with the mentality, with the expectation. It's like that that thing's gone and I no longer have it. Get your mind off of it. Put your mind on God and it... The, 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 get your mind off your body I guess that's the easiest thing to say and all your problems will fade away it works I tell you it works because I live it, I do it I, I, I haven't arrived at the place where I want to be but I've left good old Andrew Womack what he says, I haven't arrived but I've left so it's just like I, I want to encourage each and every one of you tonight to leave and have a destination where you want to be. It's not God's will for you to be sick. It's his will for you to be healed and to be doing the work and the stuff that he's called you to do. Amen? Amen. So those of you that need uh, healing, come on up. We'll get you healed. It'll be good.